I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 233, my review of Harry Potter 20th Anniversary, Return to Hogwarts. Well, Happy New Year. I told you I'd be back here soon with another review, and I thought I'd check in with a review of Return to Hogwarts, just up on HBO Max on New Year's Day. I loved it. Here's why. I've always vastly preferred science fiction to fantasy, but, you know, you'd have to be insensate to not immediately and immensely enjoy Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. And I'm also a father who happily drove a few blocks at the stroke of midnight to the Barnes & Noble to get a copy of whatever Harry Potter novel had just come out for my daughter, Molly. The only other time I did anything like that in my life was rushing out to a Barnes & Noble to get a copy of Foundation's Edge, fourth novel in the best science fiction series ever written, as soon as I saw that that novel had been published. By the way, Jared Harris plays Foundation protagonist Harry Seldon in the TV series on Apple TV, which made it especially good to see his father, Richard Harris, again as Dumbledore in Return to Hogwarts. Now, Molly also encouraged me and everyone in the family to read all the Potter novels, which I did. I not only devoured them at record binge-worthy speed, but I immediately began citing the Harry Potter phenomenon as powerful proof that literacy wasn't dying due to the Internet. You know, I'm always happy to refute the glum prophets of doom that seem to populate academe and a lot of the cultural world at large. Now, as to the reunion movie, it was just bursting with joy, energy, and tears, happy and sad. As Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint were crystal clear about, they literally grew up making those movies, which, by the way, I also saw with my family as soon as they were released. And that experience not only changed Radcliffe, Watson, and Grint's lives, it made their lives. And these three actors and everyone in the documentary had a beacon of insight into how that happened. Return to Hogwarts could be the basis of a doctoral dissertation about children who become adults in the carnival of fame and work that spanned eight blockbuster movies and ten crucial years. One of the ways that the making of these movies changed the lives of the actors and crew, actually it's probably the main way, is that they increasingly became a family. And I mean that far more than in a metaphoric sense. I think my favorite part of Return to Hogwarts is near the end, when Grint blurts out to Watson, I love you. She's overwhelmed with emotion. Both are. 
And although Grint quickly clarifies that it's, quote, as friends, unquote, we all can clearly see that it's a lot more than that. Now, it may not be romantic love, who really knows, but it's something far deeper, more profound, more magical than the love we might feel for even a very close friend which pretty well sums up the way I feel about the Harry Potter novels and movies and their wonderful impact on our culture. And it's the way I feel about this now classic documentary. Well, I hope you enjoy that little review I've returned to Hogwarts. I'll be back here soon with my review of Dexter, New Blood, lots of other good things, some really exciting interviews coming up on Light On, Light Through in the weeks and months ahead. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and enjoy. The Light On, Light Through podcast AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still codes about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 